Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Easton Society, my podcast. My name is Christine. If this is your first time here, this podcast is a lifestyle and personal development and wellness podcast. My goal for creating this show was for everybody to follow along on my journey as I focus on my personal development and become the best version of myself. So, my goal is also just for the information that I share to help you as well. So for this episode, I am going to talk about relationships for, um, but specifically this episode about the relationship that you have with yourself, which is just as important as your relationship with your family members, your friends, your coworkers. And I'm going to make this a three-part series. We're going to start off with Um, focusing on ourselves. And then our next series will be with others, our family and friends. And then the last part of the series will be our professional relationships. And I'm starting with myself or with yourself, us as individuals, because that's where it all starts. Like whether it's you're observing how someone treats you And you notice that it's poorly, nine times out of 10, actually pretty much 100% of the time. If that person treats other people poorly, they treat themselves poorly. And I've actually never experienced someone who looked their best, just treated themselves really well and walked around treating people like crap. So that's what I'll get into in this episode. And then just a little update about me. Um, You know, I'm just focusing on my salad business and my podcast. I'm also making my plans to go to one of the podcasting conventions that will be taking place next summer in D.C. I'm so excited. Um, Also joining the membership. So it's um, She Podcasts, a group of women. And what I love about being a part of that group is that it's not, you're not focusing on your podcast as a business. And there's nothing wrong with that if you have sponsors and you're making money from your podcast. I'm not, you know, they're, they're not even saying that there's something wrong with that or that you can't do that. You definitely can, but that's not the focus. Like, for example, for myself, like I want to build a community. I want to connect with people. I want the information that I share to help them as well as myself as I record these episodes. So, and also bring on guests to interview, um, which I'm also working on to share their perspective or advice on different subjects that we all need to hear and would like to improve upon. So that's what I've been doing. Um, Nothing really new or exciting. Normally I get my hair and my nails done every week or every two weeks. It just depends on what I have going on. Um, But this last week it felt weird because I didn't get my nails done or my hair done. My stylist didn't have any availability. So I was pretty sad about that. Um, I don't want to find another stylist. I really love her. Um, whether I get my hair straightened, wear it natural, 
whatever I want to do, she can do it. And it looks amazing. And I get so many compliments every time I get my hair done by her, but she doesn't have a ton of availability, which is also a good sign. But <clears throat> for those moments when it's like, oh, I really need my hair done, or I probably should just learn how to do some things so that I can hold myself over until I get back to her. So I was pretty sad about that, but life goes on. I have an appointment next week and I'll be getting my hair done then. I'm also taking a break from the nail salon because I usually always get like the dipping powder or um, no chip manicure and pedicure, but you know, it really, it ruins your nails and my nail beds are really bad right now. They're thin and brittle. And before nail salons, like way back in the day, um, my nails were naturally long, super strong. They can get back to that point, but I would have to like not get my nails done for like a really long time, like a couple months probably. And do like the nail strengthener polish in addition to taking like a serious amount of vitamins and probably change my diet too. But what I'm going to do in the meantime, because I do love having my nails painted, is just stick to the plain old manicures of regular polish, which doesn't last as long and you do have to maintain it a lot more. I just read an article saying um, how you have to put on top coat like every other day or every two days when you get a regular manicure, which I I guess I forgot because I've, I haven't gotten that done in such a long time and I haven't painted my nails with regular polish since I was like a kid. So I guess I sort of forgot how quickly it chips, even with a base coat, a top coat and all of that. So... I'm just going to stick to a regular manicure. Um, one nail salon that I love to go to, it's more like a nail spa and they give you a massage afterwards. Um, not anything like on a massage table, but just like while you're sitting in the chair on your shoulders, your upper back, your arms, and you can get like a mask on your arms and your legs if you're getting a pedicure. And it's really relaxing. And I need that. I really do. That's how I unwind and reset. So I can do that and get regular polish on my toes. Of course, it always lasts a really long time. But it's just an adjustment that I have to make. I'm not willing to ruin my real nails or hair just for the aesthetics of looking cute all the time. So I'm just taking a break. And I just spent like five minutes talking about that. But as you can see, I am passionate about um, how I carry myself. I'm really working on that. It's like forever a part of my life's journey, improving my wardrobe, um, really focusing on my appearance, getting in shape, just being the best version of myself. And when I focus on that, I feel my best, you know. I'm also reading this book called How to Stay Chic and Slim, which 
I'm enjoying the book. Don't get me wrong, but I don't recommend that a lot of people read that book because it's, it can be a little insensitive at times if you are overweight or you struggle with your weight or you're just sensitive about it. I don't recommend that you read it. And that's just me being honest because the author, she, she has these really strange and offensive stereotypes or opinions, I should say, that she has of people who are overweight. Like, you know, oh, when you're overweight, you tend to have a messy house or something of that sort. It's always like associated with something negative, which I know from experience, that's not true for every overweight person. Um, I know people who are slim and have messy spaces. So, which she does touch on that a little bit herself, but it's just an insensitive thing to say, especially in today's society with Gen Z coming up. Like, there are a lot of things you just can't, it's just not appropriate and it's not kind and it's not really useful. Like, you really can do without that comment and the book would be fine. So I also think that that book is, it was also really hard to find it. Like I had to, it wasn't readily available on Amazon. It wasn't available at the library. It wasn't really available in a lot of places. So that was also, I think I read online that that's because of the nature of the book and the things that she talks about, like, it got a lot of backlash. I feel like maybe after a while, like when it came out, it was super popular. Um, and of course it was a different time. I want to say it was like late nineties, early two thousands. Like that was acceptable. But, um, as time went on, I think that the book received a lot of backlash and that's why it's kind of died out and it's just like not available. But through all of that, You know, I firmly believe that you can learn something from everyone. So, you know, I'm still reading it. Um, There are a lot of things in the book that I do enjoy. Um, Just overall about keeping up your appearance and really taking pride in that and not following the trend of what everybody else is doing in the fashion world, whatever that may be, the current trend. Because it might not be the best thing for you. I know for myself, I'm short. Um, I have slim hips, but I have big thighs. I don't have a big butt. It's pretty slim as well. I have an athletic build, but then I have full breasts. So with that being said, I can't really wear what's popular for most women. It's not going to look good on me. For an example, with jeans, you know, skinny jeans, I do wear those sometimes, but they don't look the best on me. A wide leg pant or jean will look best on me because my calves are bigger and it just complements my figure more. And so that's like the basis of what she talks about in that book of really diving into yourself and figuring out what is best for you. How do you stay chic as a woman 
even as far as the career that you choose, you know, there are certain jobs that you just can't do, or that's just not for you, I should say, you know, like maybe working in a warehouse. No, that, that wouldn't be for you. If you like going to get a manicure, you're going to mess it up. If you are throwing boxes around and wearing gloves and sweating all day, um, definitely can't wear a face full of makeup. I mean, you could, but you'd be wiping every day, all day. And then you would sweat it off and, or it would just start smudging and that wouldn't be a good look. So she talks about that as well, but it's, I would say, read it with caution, knowing everything that I just shared with you. Um, and read it with an open mind because there is a lot of great information from it. It's a light read, nothing that I would take too personal. Um, but I know that I have to mention that because some people might be really sensitive about that, but otherwise it is a good book. So look into that. Um, and then to dive into this episode of managing the relationship with yourself, I, man, like, where do you even begin? I talk about throughout my show journaling so much, um, whether it's pulling out your gratitude journal, which I have separate from my regular journal, um, and just spending five minutes a day, like reflecting on how you feel and things that you're thankful for, things that you have planned for yourself or that you'd like to do. It really makes a difference. It really improves your relationship with yourself and Of course, there are things that you can do to take it a bit further, like putting things into action and really holding yourself accountable and being honest with yourself. That is the key to really the majority of your relationship with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself and you need those moments to step back and pause and really think like, what am I doing with my life? Is this how I wanna spend my time? Would my future self be proud of what I'm doing today? Is this aligned with who I am? Which if you listen to the show, then you know that I talk about that where you say, oh, I don't wanna be a procrastinator. I don't wanna be, lazy or whatever it is that you feel that you struggle with, you know, you're productive and you're already that person. And it's just time for you to start being that person, to start doing it. You're already that way. And you have to change the way you think about that, about yourself. You have to be positive. Start turning those negative thoughts about yourself into positive ones. And you'll see a lot of things start to change. When you start showing gratitude, thinking positively, things really do change. And I would hear that all the time. And I didn't believe it. I did not. I thought it was all a bunch of crap. And I started practicing it myself. And not only do I feel happier and more content in my life, but I feel 
more hopeful and just positive about the future overall. Like, I feel like I have so much to live for and so many things to experience in my life that I haven't even experienced yet, but I know will happen. I haven't even lived out all of my best days. So I would definitely say, like, start with just a deep self-reflection of who you are. And once you understand who you are or the gist of who you are, then your path becomes clearer about boundaries that you need to set with other people, things that you know upset you that you don't want people to do, or maybe certain people you can't be around because it's just, it's going to take you out of sorts. And it's just, it's going to, it's just not going to sit well with you because at the end of the day, you can't change other people. And that's not what we're here to do. We can only control ourselves. So, you know, if it's somebody who you've talked to, you've tried presenting solutions, you don't want to be a negative Nancy and just complain, complain, complain. And you've already talked to this person. At that point, that's when you have to set boundaries when they don't have any. And you have to decide like, you know what? I have to limit this interaction. I have to maybe stop talking to this person altogether. And you might feel guilty at first, depending on who it is, but you have to stand by that. And the longer you put, you abide by those boundaries that you put in place, you start to feel so much better. You feel you have so much peace. And then it turns into a moment where you're not willing to let anybody disrupt that peace. And then you don't. And it just gets easier with time to set those boundaries and stick by them. So after we do a self-reflection, a deep one of who we are, we set those boundaries, we set those goals. It's also important to, just you know, you want to work towards your goals. Nothing wrong with that, being excited for the future and working on that. But you want to stay present in the current moment and stay content because sometimes when you focus too much on your future and your goals and you're like, oh, I'm chipping away at it, I'm working on it, you know, working towards it, but I'm not there yet. And that's okay. But sometimes that makes you become anxious, overly anxious and depressed. And you don't, you don't want to do that. You, you want to find balance with everything that you do and you just have to, you got to figure out how you can stay present, you know, taking it everything one day at a time. So you can make that five-year plan and plan out each month, each week. And, but as you're going through that process, you just take it one day at a time. You know, we're not rushing to the next hour because each day has its own anxieties. You don't want to rush into the next day. Just focus on what you're doing today. Do the best you can. Whatever you fell at today, you do it better tomorrow, you know. And some people, 
I know that I've heard a lot of people who are like, oh, you've got to grab life by uh, the tail or whatever the saying is, like how you just grab it and you live it passionately. And sometimes that's just not the case, depending on who you are. It's just, I know for myself, that's just not, that's not who I am. I find myself being more successful when I do take it each day at a time. And I find that I get more done when I do it that way because you're not overwhelming yourself with too much. The quality comes out better of whatever you're working on. And you're able to focus, like focus in on something a little bit more than you would have if you overwhelmed yourself with too many tasks at one time. But now that you've planned it out methodically, it's not overwhelming. So you're working on it one by one. And so, you know, that that's what we can do. And also, as I also talk about a lot on my show, if you listen to it a lot, with all of that, going through that process of evaluating how you feel writing down in a journal, how you're feeling, um, doing brain dumps, whatever it is that you do, whatever your process is. And then if you're in therapy, even better, especially if you found the right therapist, um, and setting those boundaries, like then you, you're, it becomes easier for you to determine how you're feeling and why you're having the feelings that you're experiencing. And then you know when you need to pull back. You're like, you know what? I need a day for me to regroup, to relax. Or I know that it's going to be time for me to go on vacation soon. Like I need time to recharge. And for some of us, like myself, I recharge with my family. So I know that I need time alone, but I also have moments when I need to be with my family and, you know, take more of your vacations, even if it's just like a small little weekend or day trip, whatever you can do in your current situation, do that. Even if it's just a day of you resting and you don't really have an impactful day where you tackle a lot of things that you're working on, that's okay. Because you need to regroup, you need to relax so that you can come back stronger and that you can keep yourself from being burnt out. And as we're finding out coming out of this pandemic, so many people are experiencing burnout And we're finding that, you know, it's not an easy thing to get over. It takes two to five years. A lot of professionals are saying in articles out there, it takes two to five years to recover from burnout. So that relationship that you have with yourself is also important for that reason alone to prevent yourself from being burnout, which... I'm experiencing right now myself, and I will tell you it is very difficult, but also following these steps like myself, it helps you to come out of it too. Um, And you'll get there. You just have to take it one day at a time. Find those people who support you, who who understand, even if they don't completely understand 
they still empathize with you and they don't make you feel guilty for being depressed or um, feeling anxious. They're real. And maybe they've gone through that themselves also, you know, and be careful of people who shame people for feeling that way. Stay away from people like that, you know. And if you have experienced that like I have, then you know exactly what I am talking about. So cherish that relationship that you have with yourself. Really tap into that and take it one day at a time. If you haven't gotten into journaling, definitely do that ASAP. Get you a cute little notebook. Just start writing down your thoughts and... Yeah, you know, start really prioritizing the relationship that you have with yourself. And I think I'm going to end the episode right here. Um, Again, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I have so much fun recording my podcast. I am so busy with life, and that's why I have been posted consistently every single Thursday. But I'm working on that today where I'm just going to power through and record a bunch of episodes for you guys. Um, Thank you so much again, and I will see you guys in the next episode.